Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. the show and a good Tuesday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10 8 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Glad you could all be here. Uh, we'll continue to monitor the situation in uh, Baltimore throughout the program and, of course, the overnight up to Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slate starting at 4.30. Let's just be thankful and in all, in all seriousness... And as you know, I'm not very serious often on this show. You're always serious. Yeah, I'm seriously joking most of the time. <laughs> but I, it's like pretty cool. We live in a city right now that's not under uh, siege. Not not only under siege, but there's a curfew. Yes. Like Baltimore went under curfew cool. nine minutes ago now. Yeah. Like if that was in Atlanta, we couldn't do the show, right? Like we couldn't come in here. Oh, can we get the night off? Is that how curfews work? Um. I think I if you have a job, you don't can... really know. Yeah, I think if you've got a job or a legit reason to be out, you could tell the. You know what I mean? If they, if we we're wandering around, they picked us up. I think you could be like, "Hey, I'm Mark Aram. I work for." WSB. So like, all right, let's just my... let's go a hypothetical route here. So uh, we're on ten to midnight. Sanjay's in the studio. He's giving me a ride home tonight. You bet. So we leave at midnight, and l- let's say that Atlanta's under uh, a curfew, and we get pulled over. Like, we are in violation of the curfew, right? Even if we're just driving? Is that how the curfew works? Yes, technically. But I think there's a provision in there for people that have to work. I don't think yeah, you can think say... Driving. You can't stop commerce and say, oh, there's a curfew. You can't do well, your business. Well, I mean, we don't have to work. No, I'd love to get the night off. Don't <laughs> I'm trying trust to, me. That's what I'm trying to say. The silver lining might be there's a radio show host in Baltimore is like, dude, I can't work tonight. I can't get curfew. in to see there's The a 10 curfew. to midnight guy on uh-huh. WBALT... It's like uh, curfew. I can't do the show. I, I I doubt it. I'm sure. I'm sure there's. Yeah. You know, if you can't give a legitimate reason as to why you're out, I would imagine that it. Yeah. But, See, if I was driving home, I'd be fine. But Sanjay driving with Sanjay the beard, be, he would be that darker, would be a problem. <laughs> the darker oh, skin, God, he'd be in trouble. The Al Qaeda eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! The ISIS beard. Whoa. Pump the brakes, buddy. Pump We'd be in trouble. Brakes. I have to put you in the trunk. <laughs> They're just going home, officer. Put, you can put just me in tuck the trunk him in the glove car. box. Yeah, like exactly. It. In the well glove played. box. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sanjay. 
Next to the Sanjay, quick, get in the glove box. <laughs> it says non-essential business operation should be suspended from ten to five. All right, so we're non-official. This yeah. is not. I mean, we're not essential. We, yeah. Yeah. we don't have to. We are the furthest. Bars, they should all be closed. All right. Well, good. So are we essential? I doubt it. There are times where we are essential. Well, you know what? Though? Snowstorms. Because reporting on this thing because I mean, of the FCC rules, we're, we we perform a public service mm-hmm. with news, weather, traffic, things Allegedly. like that. Allegedly, yeah, that's, I, that's, I say that with air quotes exactly. in the loosest manner possible. I'd say we're probably essential. On at times, this show is essential. Yeah, oh yeah absolutely. Ninety-eight percent of the time, the <laughs> no, Mark Aram show is not, not essential. But during ice storms, <laughs> tornado warnings, bad traffic, bad traffic, like there are times when this show is essential. But yeah. I think, I mean, we we pride ourselves in the fact of being the only non-essential show on WSB Radio. That's right? pretty fantastic. Yeah. That should be on our cards, our business yeah. cards. Really Mark Aram show. Get business cards to begin with. Do you have business cards? No. Do you want them? If you're buying. The no, company no. buys. The company buys. Can, I, buy, can yeah. I get business right. cards? I want business. Yeah. Did it just say Silky the Luck Box? No name? Yeah. No name. <laughs> That's in. it. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to say Little Sanjay. Lil Sanjay. Oh, that is Lil. solid. I'm in. All right. You have business cards, Chuck, don't you? No. What? Uh-uh. What do I need business cards for? Wow. Because it's, they're nice to have. Humble brag <laughs> over that here. Just you don't have some business other nice to have. But I mean, like. <laughs> that just means that some other person The maintenance guys have business cards here. Like, Hector had a business card. I doubt that. Hector had a business card. Um, it said Lemon Pledge. <laughs> we need more Lemon we Pledge. We need more Lemon Pledge. <laughs> That's weird. All right, let me put that on my to-do list. Get the fellas business cards. Tell me what you want to put on. I also, can you can you add headphones to that? These headphones are squishing my ones? little head. Where are the little orange The orange ones? ones are somebody's. I steal them out of somebody's locker every Tuesday. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't mind. Whose doesn't. are they? Scott's. Maxim's yeah. has those little female orange headphones? <laughs> yes. Johnny, you know. They're not orange. They're tangerine colors. They are tangerine. Johnny Two Guns has those. Two, yes. <laughs> has the freaking. Two sticks. He has the orange oh, freaking yes. headphones. That's, That's weird. They are cute. All right. So well, Sanjay's gonna, uh, is in studio. We're going to do Would You Rather. But I want to discuss curfew uh, to start off the show. Okay. And not, not the Baltimore curfew, but growing up curfew. Do you remember when, when you were a kid, Chuck? I mean, Montana's probably different. Because you barely had electricity. Yeah, I mean, so what was your curfew? Did, what was the? Well, it, it when I was younger, it was when my mom whistled, and she could whistle really loud. So I, <laughs> well, no, listen, it's so perfect. She, yeah, like you knew where her whistle range was, and you couldn't get outside of that. So whenever she whistled, you had about three minutes to come running. And as I got older, from the holla, yeah, I know, pretty much, yeah, some yeah. some we coolie up somewhere as I was killing rabbits or some <laughs> ridiculous thing like that. And then when I got older. It was the streetlights. When the streetlights came on, yeah, that was better cool. be home. Really? When the yeah, when the streetlights popped on. on really? You had streetlights? Yeah, Chuck? when the streetlights came home. It came <laughs> on. Yeah. I know I really did. One or two. So you had to play around them, but we had <laughs> when, All right, let's go. Let's, let's, because I'm struggling to remember what my curfew was. At Wait, any what time. about when you were like 16? Then, okay, that's then that's when, when got, the curfew, curfew then starts. Then when I got older, it was a negotiation with my dad. And normally he would just look at me and be like, he trusted me enough. He kind of knew. And I knew what not to push. So when I got a little bit older, it might be 11, depending on the night, 12, 1, depending on what was going on. Yeah, and then sometimes when I got to be 18, he just looked at me and said, don't be late for breakfast. Yeah. And that was all he ever told wow. me. Wow. And then he left. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> then he walked out the door. <laughs> You're Dropped in the mic now. and left. Peace. Um, so I think curfews begin either when you start driving 
or your friends start driving. That's when I think the curfews in my life, like that's when I had curfews, was when um, my my first friends started getting their driver's license and being able to drive. And I think at that point, my curfew started at 11 p.m. It was like, you know, get your tail home by 11 p.m. And then it might have gone up to midnight when I got my license. But I'm trying to remember, as I got older, 17, 18, if, if I had, I don't, I can't remember if I actually did had you guys a curfew. Not eat dinner with your family, like that was something we did. No, we always yeah, left yeah that no. Night. But we, then you go out. Then we yeah, we'd leave after we, dinner. What do you go out what on a Friday you, night? You go out, go to a party or high something. school football game, and then a party yeah, or a party, you know, kegger, yeah. Yeah. a kegger, a kegger, kegger. yeah, eighteen year old, seventeen year old. Yeah, well, oh, my parents wow. didn't know we were going to kegger. Yeah, we weren't telling them we were going to a party. We thought they were going to the movie. What's a kegger? I'm just kidding. So I want to know, not so much. Well, yeah, I want to know what your curfew was, if you can remember. Because I, I literally can't remember. We might actually have to call my mom on this because I remember my curfew going up incrementally. So like when my first friends got their driver's license and I could go out with them, it was like 11 p.m. And then it got bumped to midnight. I think it was midnight pretty much through high school. And then once you're, once you're away in college and you got to come home for breaks and stuff, I don't even think I had a curfew then. It was unwritten. So yeah, it was like no get home. For, yeah. yeah, I have a stricter curfew now as a married man. <laughs> the yeah, when you were a Division One athlete, Bef- exactly. <laughs> so Saturday, I was out um, playing poker. Playing poker with Chuck's buddy uh, Walter. <laughs> Walter S- S- Walt Slim Walt, um, and. I, yeah, I guess I had a curfew. Like, you know, I get a text like, "When are you coming home?" Oy. You know, not. I, and I read that in my head. I read the text like, "When are you coming home?" But it might have been like, "Oh, when are you coming home?" Yeah, well, I, w- I want to cuddle. Yeah, you know, something like that. So yeah, you know, I I remember at the at the table going, "All right, I got to get out of here at one a.m., guys." You know, yeah, that was I myself imposed curfew. Wow. I guess it would be. Yeah. All right. So here's the, here's the deal. As, as things have changed over the decades, and as time marches on. Um, what are, if you have kids out there and you're listening right now, what are the curfews that are instilled, if there are any, for, for teenagers these days, whether it's your children or your grandchildren, do they operate under the curfew system in 2015? And if so, what is it? What's the curfew? And, and I think this goes hand in hand, even for a younger, like what surprises me when I was a kid, bedtime was like 8 PM. You were yeah. in bed, teeth brushed, 8 PM. You were under the freaking covers. And I have friends that have kids now that are like 9 and 10, and they're up at like 11 p.m. Yeah, I don't get it. That's insane. The worst was in the spring and summer when the days got longer. And that 8 p.m. would roll around, yeah. and you'd have to lay there in your room. And, and it's still light out. out. And you're like, no, this is torture. <laughs> yeah. No, and I That's have me going to bed now. every day. <laughs> 11 a.m. It's still light out. It's still light out. Why am I going to bed? But no, I have friends that, that, that have seven, yeah, six, seven, eight-year-olds that are up way too way late. Way too late, right? Like, way too late. 8 like, I was lucky if I got to stay up till 9. Like, I was lucky. I must have been yeah. doing something real good that day. Because you're right, 8 o'clock... You were in bed. Mom On occasion, I, if I was watching a baseball game with my dad, I could stay yeah, up a little bit later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a few times I could stay up a little bit later. But but generally speaking, 8 p.m., lights out, boom, you're in bed. Especially All right, so we're, so we're going to talk about curfews and and, and bedtimes <laughs> on the Mark Aram Show. Why not? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. When you were a teen, what was your curfew? What are ke- teens' curfews now? And what what's going on with bedtimes with kids? Eight years old, staying up till 11 p.m.? 
Get L1 on here. I want to know what time his kids go to bed. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is The Mark Arum Show. I'm coming, baby, like the big black kahuna. I wish you would have me just a little sooner. Now rich, like silver spooner. Spooner, now here's the finger, now I got to moon. I wish you would have did that two years ago. Let me feel the body hit the skin, yo. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. City of Baltimore under curfew for 24 minutes now. We are discussing curfews on the Mark Aram Show. What was yours when you were a teen? And uh, have we seen them grow exponentially in the uh, further years? In 2015, what are kids' curfews today? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Marco's in Lilburn. Marco, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, Mark. What's going on, bud? Uh, not much. Hey, uh, I've got a great Hurricane Andrew uh, curfew story for you. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like a two-in-one story. Uh, yeah, back in 92, uh, the hurricane, uh, we were living in Homestead, and the curfew went all the way to uh, the falls in Miami. Um, so we were working at Bennigan's right there at that uh, <laughs> cutoff of the curfew line. Shenanigans? As, as, as waiters at Bennigan's. Essential business. Uh, okay. And uh, so me and my wife. So we would drive home, and you would get, like, three checkpoints before we actually got to the end of the turnpike. And those guys were out there, the military, and pointing the guns in your face. You know, what are you doing? Where are you going? And uh, I'm going to fry some mozzarella sticks. Leave me alone. (laughs) So we told them we were working. but um, So we had to get a letter from the corporate uh, saying that, you know, we were working, so we were able to come out, uh, go home on the way home after the curfew so we wouldn't get arrested. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, every day we'd come by there, and then they'd get to know us. Uh, so we'd bring them food, chicken wings, hamburgers uh, at the checkpoint, the last checkpoint. So every day we'd come by, and they're like, oh, there's the Bennigan's guys. Just let them through. And so uh, my brother and his friends one day were out there drinking and partying, and uh, me and my brother kind of looked the same back then, uh, but he's just a little stockier. Uh, and they were just drunk like crazy, and they get to that checkpoint, and uh, they were like, oh, my God. And the guy's like, hey, where are you going? And then one of the other guys, I guess, recognized him like me. And he goes, oh, that's Marco from Bennigan's. That's the Bennigan's guy. <laughs> that's the Spanish guy from uh, Bennigan's. So, yeah, they let him through. With it. And those guys, oh, I couldn't. It was funny. When now, kids, if story. you're listening at home, um, A, don't drink and drive. And B, don't, <laughs> exactly. prefer, don't pretend to be Marco at a checkpoint. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the call, man. Camille's in McDonough. Camille, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Well, how are you doing? Hello, darling. Just got home from work. How was it? It was good. Good. You know, talk, like you're talking about curfews. I guess sometimes some of the kids now they have baseball games and all that because we had some young kids in there about almost nine o'clock tonight eating dinner. Really? At what yeah. joint? Do what now? Where was this? At the Huddle House here in McDonough. Ooh, I love Huddle House. <laughs> I love. Do you know why I love Huddle House? Because you can get French fries at Huddle House. Yes, you can. And you can't. That's the one. Yeah, that's the open. one. That's I'm not going to say the one advantage, but if if Waffle House is missing anything, it's French fries, and I love the hash browns. Don't get me wrong. Scattered, smothered, covered chunks, diced, topped. Yeah, extra crispy. Plopped, whatever. But Huddle House, you can get yeah. fries too. You can't get fries at Waffle House. No. no. no oh, that's they don't have a fryer. What? Yeah, there's no fryer. I've been there once. I've what? Once? I'm taking those business cards back. Yeah. <laughs> you are no longer. Getting I thought you were going to say cards. I'm taking him to Waffle House. Right, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, buddy, not nope. happening. Uh, <laughs> Midnight. Jay, here we go. Jay Griffiths with news, weather, and traffic.
We'll come back with more of your calls talking about curfews. <laughs> Talk about curfews, <laughs> bedtimes, would you rather. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to go. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. No animals were harmed during the making of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 1038-22 in front of 11. Mark Aram with you till midnight, Monday through Friday, monitoring the situation in Baltimore. The city is under curfew. There are starting to see some clashes now. Uh, ABC News reporting pepper balls being deployed against aggressive crowd at North Avenue and Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, we are monitoring this situation. We'll continue to update throughout the night and, of course, on uh, Atlanta's Morning News tomorrow morning with Scott Slade. Justin Farmer joins us in studio uh, from Channel 2 Action News. Um, and, and Channel 2's Dave Huddleston is in Baltimore. Yeah, we'll have live reports from Dave here in about uh, 22 minutes, Mark, and live looks into Baltimore tonight where the city's under curfew. The Orioles, how about that, playing a ball game. No with, crowd. No crowd. That's... First time it's ever happened in, in Major League Baseball history. I mean, it, the Braves in the uh, 80s came close to having no crowds a couple times <laughs> at Fulton County. Chief Nakahoma <laughs> was the only one watching. Exactly. And, do you remember uh, Princess Winolata? No. Who's that? Yeah, wasn't she part of it? I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't here. I was just oh, yeah. uh, admiring Chief the Nakahoma. Braves from afar. But you know who that is. Yeah, okay. Chief, I know Chief yeah, yeah. Nakahoma. And I love... Uh, classic uh, Skip Carey doing the TBS games and doing yeah. the radio and be like, you know, the Braves are losing like 9 nothing in the 30s. Like, all right, well, if you want to change the channel over on uh, ABC. Truth, you know, you, you joke about that for real, but some of the greatest broadcasting stuff ever are the, the bad Braves teams oh, are yeah. listening to Skip Carey fill that yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. genius. I, I, had a, I used to do the Braves pregame and postgame back when they were on WSB Radio. One of the greatest things in my life was working yeah. with Skip, uh, Pete Van Weren, Don, and yeah. Joe. It was it was awesome. All right, so we're talking about curfews here, not a serious curfew like what's going on in Baltimore, but like right. kids' curfews. Yeah. So you uh, you have three children, right? As as a dad, a very yeah. strict dad, I'm sure. What what's the curfew situation? What's the bedtime situation with your kids? Yeah. So my 15 year old daughter, um, she has a weekend curfew of 10:30, and I don't love that. I mean, I would really vote 10, but she's she's that means get home. You have to be at I, home at first 10:30. of all. I know where she is, yeah. by the way, at all times, and her butt in the door at 1030. Okay. Uh, and the reason I agreed to 1030, to just be clear, parents out there, is that she has earned that with good grades and being what I call an overall good citizen. Sure. And I love reminding my children they have no rights, and, <laughs> and until they're supplying the own, their own roof over their heads, yeah. they'll have no rights. And um, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not that harsh of a no, but parent. I'm a loving parent. But they do need to be reminded, you know, kids want to push us. Sure. That's their job. Yeah. It's our job. We all did it as kids. To set boundaries. Mm-hmm. They're craving the boundaries we set. They're looking for them, aren't they? Absolutely. So 1030 for my daughter. So what's a 15-year-old? Like, yeah. when I was 15, I think 
you know, I'd either be at a friend's house, maybe we'd hang out at McDonald's. Right. I mean, I did. I grew yeah. up in a smaller town, so there wasn't much to do. What's a 15-year-old kid doing these days in Atlanta? Right, so they want to, They all end up at a friend's house, okay. which means they're in a basement. And gotcha. so what you do is you, you call those parents and say, hey, are you guys looping <laughs> yeah. down there enough? Yeah. You know, what's the situation? And look, you all know, what parents, what you need to know is – among your kids' friends, who are the better influences mm-hmm. among their friends? Oh, and, parents know and that. Who are the bad ones? And parents we know. I can tell yeah. you each kid. Absolutely. And I love telling them that I'm onto that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> what about bad? So 15-year-old probably doesn't have a, an official bedtime, right? Like she's Yeah, it's not so much a bedtime. But what we do do is we take away the electronics. So there's an electronic oh. removal time. Otherwise, those kids will binge watch, you know, Lost. Or yeah. it, One Tree Hill. Is that, is that an old show? I have no idea, Just, You know, this stuff that they find on Netflix <laughs> yeah. now. They'll binge watch that junk until 2 a.m. See, so, all I had when I was a kid was a transistor radio. Like, listen, to, yeah. you know, I didn't have a TV in my room. Obviously, no computers or anything. But I would listen to baseball, you know, on a, on a radio. While Back when America was great. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, all right, so Dave Huddleston, he's a Philly guy, though. He's not from Baltimore. He's a Philly guy, Correct. right? But yeah. he's up in Baltimore. What else we got coming up on the night beat? How about this? A guy who uh, worked for TSA, meaning he's being paid by your tax mm-hmm. dollars and mine, um, saying that he had cancer. He did not. And uh, he is accused of faking cancer so that he didn't have to go to work and yet would still get paid disability. That's like a Seinfeld episode. Yep. What, what was that? Uh, John Lovitz's character faked uh, right. faked cancer so he, Jerry would pay for his toupee. You remember that episode? <laughs> not, not to make light of the serious story, but... So, so we've I, got that gem of a citizen on okay. tonight and uh, Huddleston live in uh, Baltimore. Very cool. All right, Justin. Good and seeing y'all. your daughter should be home. It's 1042. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the house, lady! She should be home 12 minutes ago. <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for stopping by. See you guys. Good All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Carmen in Lilburn. Carmen, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey there. How are you doing today? Hey, what's going on? Great. I wanted to tell you when my... Kids were older. Um, the oldest girl was seven years apart from the middle age one, and then you know nine years apart from the twins. And I, uh, the oldest girl, at seventeen, she would go to bed no later than nine p.m. And the other girl, she would go to bed um, at eight thirty, and the twins by seven p.m. And my neighbors would always ask me, "How do I do that?" And I tell her because I am in charge of my kids. Absolutely. So they're in charge of me. <laughs> and it worked out very well. How old are your kids you know? now? Oh, they're 36, 28, and the twins are 19. So how? what's your curfew for the 36-year-old? <laughs> you still call and check up? Call me before you come over. Call me before you come over. No drop-ins. Mom doesn't want the drop-in. Thanks for the call, Carmen. David's in Gainesville. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey. Hey, David. What's up, buddy? Nothing. All right, so what's your bedtime? This has got to be past your bedtime. It's 9 o'clock, but I don't really, I don't, my phone is just like a go phone. So all I do is listen to you. And when I, if I call, I usually, I'm out by that time. Gotcha, got. So do your parents know you're uh, calling and or listening to the show right now? Oh, well, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Awesome. So what, you're 12 years old, is that right? Yes. Uh, do you have a what time do you have to be home? Like, uh, do you have a curfew? Uh, no, I'm not really ever out except for like sports. Yeah, there you go. That's like that's soccer. good. Parents. I'm usually home by like ten at soccer. Yeah. What position do you play? A uh, defender. Ooh, that's a tough position. A lot, yeah. lot riding on the defenders in a soccer game. 
Wait, what'd you say? Sorry. That's all right. I, I don't listen to myself half the time either. A lot of a lot of pressure on the defensemen in soccer. You know, you got to prevent the goals. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when our goalie isn't too great. Oh, oh calling them out. Geez. I'm oh, I'm yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say the goalie's not listening to the. <laughs> yeah. Show. I'm gonna say like one out of five goals he protects. That's all right. That's like Sanjay. Whoa. So listen. So That's you're supposed to your lights out at nine p.m. Right. Uh, nine thirty. Nine thirty. So your folks, they just leave you alone after that? Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. All right, and in like eighteen months, you're gonna start stop listening to the Mark Aram show at ten thirty five and start doing other stuff. I'm probably still gonna listen. All right, I like that. I like that. Kids get spunk. I'll, I'll call in a year and a half until you. Hey. Well, call before then. But I'm, you know, bodies <laughs> change. Your your interests will change. You know, you're not going to be wanting to listen to the Mark Aram show in, in a year and a half. Well, maybe. You never know. We'll see. We'll see. All right, David, I do appreciate the call, buddy. Oh, you're welcome. Have, get some sleep now, bud. Okay. I'm All tired. Right. <laughs> see you, man. Bye. Bye. Love it. Bet she's half asleep in the first period tomorrow. Love it. <laughs> He's going to say it. I was talking to Mark Aram that, 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 kid's got, that kid's got cojones. Yeah. Like, he does. I, w- I, wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been on the phone after I was yeah. supposed to be asleep. Good for him. Did you have a phone dude. when you were? <laughs> they had the, no, the village no, phone. No, the no, village no. Phone. Like we had a can, a can, a can with no, a no. There was like a cell phone. There was a there was a, Mark a pay phone in the in Longoria's cantina <laughs> oh. yeah, in yeah. the town uh, center. Yeah, okay, well. Nancy and Smyrna also passed your bedtime. Nancy, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> well, I have to stay up to hear Mark Mark Aram. Show. Excellent, thank you, buddy. Um, mother had uh, house rules. This residence does not accept calls after 9 p.m. or during the dinner hour. Yeah, my mom was big about the no calls during dinner. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's really funny. You were reminding me, like, when say, when I was 17, uh, we were out on dates. If we were at the fraternity house, the other kids used to wonder, uh, like, if we were going from the fraternity at Tech over to a restaurant, I would call home, and they'd say, why do you have to check in? I said, because Mother always said, as long as, you, uh, no, as, long as she knew where, uh, where we were, she wouldn't worry. She said, just don't ever embarrass your parents. Don't let the police come knocking on the door and say, do you know where your child is? Oh, uh, and how many times did that happen? Never. Oh, good. Never. I didn't I, think so. I, I was, I, that's what I told everybody. I said, "My, you know, I can go anywhere or do anything uh, because they trust me. They know where I am. But not every kid was as sweet as you, I'm sure, Nancy, you know. Well, that's yeah. true, too. Like, like low-T Chuck. That's right. He had to be within whistling distance of his mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's very good. That know? is very good, indeed. Well, it, it, it I wish that worked boils, here. It boils down to love and respect. Will that, will that work here, Chuck? If I need you, I just whistle, and you'll come running? Is that, does that still... If you whistle? Yeah. If I can hear it, I probably won't come running. I would just... No. Call you on the yeah, you're not like going to hear Lauren that. Bacall I don't think you can whistle and, that loud. And bogey. Just like Lauren Bacall and Bogey. Exactly. Yep. All right, Nance. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Did we talk huh? about whistling last week? Whistling, yeah. I learned at 23. We're not doing another show on whistling. Taylor's really? in Bethlehem. Speaking of whistling, <laughs> what up, oh, Taylor? So sweet. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I am great. I actually got to work out today, so I'm fantastic. Good for you. I've, I, heard, I saw a stat today. 25% of Americans have not worked out or exercised in the last 12 months. 25%. Oh I would die. 
I'm still alive. I'm still I, I, went, <laughs> I'm I went two weeks without being able to I'm do it. I, I would love to to exercise. I just feasibly can't do it. Yeah, I think you use all of your energy yeah, I have, in the I bathroom. Mean, my, my energy is taken up by, by doing other things, and exercising is not one of them. You always do squats in between, you know... Doing the traffic and I do plenty of squats. You, oh, wait, <laughs> wait, you plenty were, of squats. Hold on. Once again, last week you were skipping. That's exercise. That, I did exercise. Yeah. Right. I skipped around the uh, the room. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, Taylor, we got to run. But uh, what did, what was your curfew as a youngster in Ohio? Uh, you mean in North Carolina? The same thing. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> uh, so I would get off work at like ten o'clock. I worked at McDonald's in the mall, and I had to be home immediately after that. So if I was not in the door by ten forty-five. Uh, my car was taken away from me. In the social hierarchy, was it cooler to work at the McDonald's at the mall or the McDonald's at a standalone restaurant? It was cooler to work anywhere else in the mall but McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> was it was like the food court or is it just a... Uh... It was, well, it was before the food court was, was built. It was kind of its own standalone. Its own little McDonald's. I was not a popular kid in high school. <laughs> no. What, it, what Did you get free food working at McDonald's at the mall? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I would. I never worked at McDonald's. You ever work at McDonald's? Too? Negative. Garden Club Cafe. It's close. I got. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Low T. You ever work at, at McDonald's? Never worked fast food in my life. I wouldn't do it. I'd rather dig holes. Wow. <laughs> no. I worked Aww, at a Wiener Schnitzel. Was my first. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. He's like. Right. I remember. No that. way. Not McDonald's. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel. Of course. But Absolutely. I did get free food there too. That was that's that very cool. cool free food, or they actually gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got paid in Taylor. Oh, a lot of mistakes. Preach, buddy. Walks, man. All right. Hey. Pot up, uh, keep this music going. I like this music. Pot up, Pot up uh, Floyd Hillman in the WSB Traffic Center. Floyd, you listening? Yes, I am. I know you're prepping for your report. You've got an adorable son who's what, eight or nine? How old's your son? He's nine. Uh, what's his bedtime? Uh, it's about 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Yeah, uh, mostly, well, his mom tries to put him in between 9 and 9.30, but sometimes yeah. it gets a little bit later till about, little about 10. But uh, And uh, on the weekends, we'll let him stay up a little bit later. He's had this goal to stay up all night uh, since, you know, I've worked nights uh, since uh, he's yeah. ever remembered. He wants so. to see his freaking dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, Floyd, get ready for your report. It's coming up in 19 seconds. <laughs> you got it. All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Stick around. This is The Mark Aram Show. To those who disrespect me like a dame, that's why I'm talking. One day I was walking down the block, I had my cut-off shorts on, right? Because it was crazy. I, I walked past these dudes when they passed me. One of them felt my booty, he was nasty. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Welcome back to the show, 1056, four in front of 10. Uh, quickly, Soy Sauce Pete checking in on vacation. Soy Sauce, where the hell you been, brother? Well, you know, my hours changed, but I figured I'd give you a call, Marker. I miss you, and um, I just wanted to say hello. Curfews, uh, you know, we never had one. No. Because we had uh, these windows in the basement, so, you know, you got to be home by 8. We'd come home, and then we'd crawl out the window and come oh, home, and we nice. felt like it. Go drink soy sauce in the in the playground, and we kind of snuck a little soy sauce yeah. around the neighborhood. Well, listen, a lot of callers been asking about you, so we'll just make well, sure. Well, one of my friends at work told me that, so I figured I'm on vacation, so um, I figured I'd call. Are you in town or are you out of town on vacation? We're at Lake Lanier, sitting at a campsite. Oh, that's fantastic! Life. That's awesome, it is Pete. Fantastic. We caught 18 fish today. What what kind? Crappy? Uh, most of them were bass, but we caught a couple brim. All right. It's good to the um, fill to the rim with brim. We we eat good, and um, we were talking about you today about um, when you go to a restaurant, 
you never know what kind of fish you eat. Yeah, so you don't know if it's going to be grouper or not. It's crazy, crazy yeah, story. All right, Pete. Yeah. Preach, buddy. Good. Thanks for checking in, man. We missed you. Hey, Wilkes, I'll try to be more uh, up-to-date. All right, soy sauce, Pete, my man. Good to hear from him. All right, we're going to come back talking curfews. The very latest from Baltimore. Your call's next. we still got to do Would You Rather with little Sanjay. 404-872-0750. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.